Springfield, Missouri is actually the original home of all of the California raisins. <laughs> That's a good one. Live to a hard drive. You're listening to us. <laughs> Live to a hard drive at the 16th floor of the Hammond Tower. You're listening to Springfield Mall, America's number one podcast by restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I'm Andy Carr. And I'm Dan Howell. Dan, what are we trying to do with this show? I don't know, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was, we're trying to go to all 300 or so restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. Last I checked, that was the goal, yeah. <laughs> this is number 51. Uh, episode number 51, rather. We've done about 60-some-odd restaurants at this point. We have a special guest today. Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Uli. Yeah, <laughs> that's really me. I guess I should ask you how to pronounce your last name. Yeah, no one ever gets it right. It's uh, it's it looks like Gooley, so people think Uli Gooley. So I have multiple VHS copies of The Wedding Singer, you know, from Julia Gulia. Yeah, but it's actually pronounced Goulier, but no one oh. ever gets it right. So I'm I'm really kind of trying to work that angle of like a share one name only thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> when they ask my last name at restaurants or something or, you know, to go orders, I'm always like, I'm, I'm sorry, are you waiting for the other Uli? <laughs> like, okay, Lee. And I'm like, yeah. If you're going to have the one name, that it, it's a name to have one name with. Yeah. I don't, I, I haven't met any others in this area, but I have met other Uli's. Uh, for our listeners information, <laughs> Uli is what they call in Hollywood, a multi hyphenate. <laughs> <laughs> bartender hyphen <laughs> podcast this is Hollywood, Florida hyphen firefighter. <laughs> yeah, just a pretty diverse array of professions and a realtor and a realtor. Oh, wow, yeah. that's yeah. a fourth hyphen. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> Polly hyphen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm big deal in Hollywood, Florida. You're right. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's uh, I tell people I'm super lucky to be a member of the fire department here in Springfield. Uh, 19 years, man. Yeah, but I also have two teenage boys and braces. So Ooh. that's why I have multiple jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my work at 4 by 4 sort of, I don't know, it organically grew out of just being a regular. Uh-huh. And then I just, I don't know, I like people. And uh, they needed some help one night. And I'm like, well, we've all pulled a beer tap, right? And I can do that. And uh, I built them some flight boards. We do game nights, stuff like that. And so sort of did that. And then real estate's just... Now, you're in the band real estate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uli is the drummer for the right. band real estate. <laughs> no one's ever heard of us. Uh, <laughs> Scrantonicity 2. Anyway, yeah. With two teenage boys and braces, I definitely need all the work I can get. Sure. So. You make a lot of money off that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I made 38 cents last year. Yeah, so nice. I'm really socking nice. it away. Uh, Uli hosts the Real Estate Podcast, which yeah. you record most of those at 4x4, right? Yeah, I have been, except I'm sort of... Uh, kind of like what, what you guys have going on here on the 16th floor, I'm sort of moving into a more permanent space. Mm-hmm. Oh. When I started, I thought it'd be kind of cool to do it at the brewery because you can hear the sounds of the you know everything happening, except really the only thing that came across was the sound of the air conditioning turning <laughs> off and on <laughs> and the brewer yelling at his dog. So it's just fun, but it's... It, it got to be distracting. Yeah. And you guys can tell, too. I mean, you start lugging this equipment around. Uh-huh. And I went from like a single mic... Now I need to lug stuff around. So uh-huh. now I'm insisting people come to me. <laughs> so hopefully you guys will uh, make it and come on to my show. Soon. Love would love oh, to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love to. We could uh, we could do a, a beer review or you could do one of your yours. I mean, it'd be great. Yeah. People keep on inviting me to do beer reviews, um, <laughs> seemingly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For we, no reason. <laughs> we missed you at the World Cup of Beer Final, Uli, on um, podcast from SGF. I, I mean, know. I wasn't there either. Uli. Okay, good. I, I don't want you to feel better. too bad. <laughs> so you were there? I was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. It Those was guys really are fun. great, man. They, they are. They are. They're a lot of fun. Anytime I get to, to spend time with them, it's, it's a good time. 
Yeah. I, I want to just point people to your podcast, the Real Estate Podcast. I'm going to say I really enjoy it. Oh. It's mostly a hangout show, yeah. which I like. And you do a really good job of kind of representing different kinds of like creative endeavors that people do in Springfield. Well, thanks. Uh, that's, at least that's the way I perceive it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, the whole the elevator pitch thing or whatever is just that I think Honestly, everybody has a story to tell. Yeah. And the problem is that people think that their story is not interesting, but it actually probably is to a bunch of people. Yeah. And even though we're on social media all the time, like I always say the same thing. My cousin that's in Hawaii is a professional surfer and artist. That's great. I can watch his progress <laughs> and die of envy, but I'm missing actual conversations, uh-huh. you know, face to face. And that was sort of the genesis of it. It's like everybody comes to this table with a, a backpack full of stories and so i just want to hear them all Mm -hmm. and it's really i've been very very fortunate you know it's i got turned on to your guys podcast from uh the guys at uh a podcast from springfield and they're like wait till you listen to the production quality so you guys (laughs) are seriously top notch i mean i I know we're sitting here like stroking each other's feathers like oh yeah you appreciate that but no it's a it's a great show because everybody eats around here (laughs) yep and i love the reviews i really do thank you well, let me tell you, I mean, as a former professional surfer, you're not missing out on anything. <laughs> no, no. It's just a whole lot of sea urchins. Right. And yeah. Yeah. The time in the ocean. to Stacy. And I get to, uh, you know, I get to chew the air here in the summer, the humidity. It's real nice. <laughs> real nice. But, well, well, that dude's name is Kelly, not Stacy. Jeez, I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, if you are somebody who listens to our show, which obviously you probably are if you're hearing this. I would uh, suggest you check out the most recent episode of the Real Estate Podcast in which Uli talks to a woman who co-owns and manages the Papos South, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. That's a good way in if you're a Spring Food Mo listener. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, is she's awesome. She... uh it's interesting because I don't know if you guys uh, track how you guys track your metrics, but she said, I'm going to go on your show and it's going to be like, it's going to get so many downloads, you know, <laughs> talking trash. She shows up with a little six pack of Jägermeister. One of the drinks that I learned to make way back when was a really good gin and tonic. I call it the gin and tonic for people who don't like gin and tonics. Uh-huh. And I said in the show, it reminded me of the Indiana Jones scene where like, Indiana Jones's girlfriend's like drinking in Siberia, mm-hmm. you know, and we're sitting here at the table and I was shocked. It hit a, it hit a, quite a few downloads that first day. So I'm like, oh god, but it's fun. I mean, she's a she's a great guest. She and I might be former coworkers. Oh yeah. I don't know what she looks like, but oh, I worked at Target, and I'm pretty sure it overlapped with her time. But anyway, you wore the khaki. On the show. You wore khaki. The numbers. Oh, for only only for nine years. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was in the warehouse. Now, have you guys already done Papos? No, we haven't. Okay. Up until that episode, I thought it wasn't local. Oh, but because they had their you know base where they brew the beer and everything in St. Louis, I didn't realize it started here. Yeah, so we got to put them back on the list. I, th- fan. I think we've had people request it to us already. It's it's something I've definitely so mentioned. it's back so on, back it's on, back, the on. List. It's back on next week. Papos. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> I guess we better get into our subject for today. As much as I would love to keep just. <laughs> Oh, we shoot about not all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Yuli suggested a coffee house, and then I suggested back. How about Dancing Mule Coffee Company? For no particular reason. I don't know why I picked it. It's just it's been around for a while. Sure. And it's not downtown because we're trying to get away from downtown yeah. stuff. Because <laughs> we've just been kind of focused a little too much on downtown because there's so many other things going on. Well, we live down there in a very expensive loft together. <laughs> well, I live on the floor? 17th floor. <laughs> <laughs> with the same direction, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's learn a little bit about Dancing Mule Coffee Company. 
On May 31, 1995, Missouri's then-Governor Mel Carnahan signed into law a bill that established Missouri's official state animal, the mosquito. No, wait, I'm sorry, I meant the mule. Mules are sturdy, hardworking hybrid creatures, the offspring of female donkeys bred with male horses. Of the mule, Charles Darwin once wrote, quote, It possesses more reason, memory, obstinacy, social affection, powers of muscular endurance, and a length of life than either of its parents. Art here has outdone nature, unquote. Yeah, art. Uh, so why the mule for Missouri? The state website explains that mules were popular with farmers and settlers here due to their, quote, hardy nature. They pulled wagons for pioneers and for armies. Also, Missouri was once the country's top producer of mules. Eh, all right, uh, makes sense, I guess. A little known fact about mules is that they love coffee. Your average mule can drink two gallons of coffee per day, and some of the smartest mules can be trained to brew coffee themselves using their dexterous fat donkey lips. Of course, that's not true, and it's the dumbest thing I've ever written for this show. But the way Springfield's Dancing Mule Coffee Company got its name is not any less absurd. To explain, I need to tell you a story. Well, more like a legend, the legend of Caldi. Actually, you know what? I'll just let Caldi himself tell the story. <laughs> I'm so sorry about this. The year is 850 AD. You work on a farm in rural Ethiopia, or maybe rural Yemen. The fact is that historians a millennium later aren't totally sure where your farm is located. You walk into a bar. I guess, yeah, let's imagine there were bars in 850 rural Ethiopia or Yemen where all the farmhands would take a load off after long days of farming. It's a relaxed vibe in there. Everyone's pretty chill, except for one fellow in the corner wearing the garb of a Sufi monk. He's strung out, jittery. You walk up to him, eager to hear his story. You introduce yourself, and he does the same. Hi, I'm a goat herder around these parts. The darndest thing just happened to me. You won't believe it. No, no, when I say you won't believe it, I mean it. Even though I'm definitely not making this story up, you still won't believe it. Just listen. So I was herding all my goats the other day When a few wandered off kind of far away I found them eating berries from a mystery tree What they started doing then you won't believe Have you ever seen a goat jump and dance in the air? I had not either and man I was scared Those berries made them crazy, gave them energy It was a straight up dope goat jamboree And I wanted no I needed all my friends to see So I took the groovy goats to the monastery The elders didn't like my goats dance one bit And they threw all the berries in the fire pit But the scent of the smoke was full and rich And the elders said, hmm, we'd like to drink this They added hot water to the roast berries And that's how we made the first cup of coffee Oh, and by the way, my name's Caldi I should have said that when you first walked up to me You're stunned to silence This man is clearly not well And talking to him was a huge mistake on your part you slowly back away from the man, and then, once at a safe distance, sprint from the bar to find your friends and family and relay this bizarre tale. The oldest legend of the origin of coffee involves dancing goats. Missouri's state animal is the mule, hence Dancing Mule Coffee Company in Springfield, Missouri. 
The Corky Coffee Shop opened on Glenstone almost 10 years ago on September 9th, 2009. A pair of brothers-in-law founded the shop, Ryan Hart and Randy Austin. Austin was inspired to open a gourmet coffee shop in Springfield some four years earlier during a visit to the Northwest region where high-end coffee could be found on just about every city block. Hart and Austin were 39 and 43 when they opened the Dancing Mule, respectively. It was a second career for both men. Hart had been an accountant, and Austin had owned and operated a local auto body shop for over 20 years at that point. The Dancing Mule's slogan is stubborn about good coffee, which kind of doesn't totally track because it's donkeys that are supposed to be stubborn and part of the point of breeding mules is that they're less stubborn than donkeys, but also who cares? Stubborn about good coffee is a solid slogan and an admirable stance. The Dancing Mule sources its beans from PT's Coffee Roasting Company out of Topeka, Kansas, a wholesaler devoted to producing exceptional beans using fair trade and sustainable practices. The staff at the Mule serves up just about every imaginable preparation of coffee, standard drip, espresso, cold brew, and those rich, creamy coffee drinks that are basically like drinking caffeinated milkshakes. The Dancing Mule also has a variety of pastries, muffins, and biscotti, and even some sandwich options. All in all, it seems like a pretty good place to kick it. God, this is so well done. <laughs> Thanks. So what did you guys do this weekend? I, uh, I made a rap song about the origin of coffee. <laughs> That's awesome. You already know what I did. I drank some coffee and watched all of the decline of Western civilization movies. Yeah, that's a good thing to do, too. <laughs> so I need to give Lindsay some credit. Uh, I was telling her about this idea. And rather than give me like the Guinness World Record biggest eye roll of all time uh she said well you you gotta do like drip drip drippity drip 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 drippity do like drip coffee oh my and, gosh uh, yes. i just couldn't fit it in because like it just you know the whole thing moves really like the whole bio moves pretty quick and like to get through as much information as possible and then all of a sudden there's just like this one gap of time where there's no information at all i couldn't i just couldn't do it but that's a great idea and i feel like she deserves some credit and attention for that Wow, She's very funny. <laughs> she deserves some credit for uh, staying with you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dancing Mule. Have you, either you been to Dancing Mule prior to your visits for the show this week? I think maybe I had been once just, or I had had them once uh, during record store day at CD Warehouse. I believe they brought oh, yeah. over some coffee from across the street. That's actually one of my regular stops. Oh, cool. So oh, wow. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Dancing Mule. I uh, I like it. When it was suggested, I was like, absolutely. I can't say I've been a fan for 10 years, but, you know, I've, I've gone there hmm, the last five, five, six years. Cool. It's wild that they've been open that long. It really doesn't feel like I, I feel like I can remember when they opened, which I guess just means I'm getting older. It's one of those places where you kind of have to be looking for it to know it's there. You know, the, the location doesn't necessarily draw a lot of attention to itself. Well, funny you should mention that because two doors down, did you notice what the name of the business was? No, no. Just for parrots. <laughs> and as a guy who likes to collect stuff just for parrots, <laughs> it's easy for me to find. I was like, I can't believe there's a store that is like 
parrot centric. It's just for like, you. Yeah, exactly. It's like I don't have parrots to be clear, but I mean, what if you're a parakeet guy? You're like, they're like, sorry, no, mm. we don't, we don't serve your cat in here. So <laughs> I don't have the nerve to go into just. It's a different show altogether, but. <laughs> The listener should know it is next to a store called Just for Parrots. <laughs> we'll do a bonus episode on Just for Parrots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's really weird. It's a very breakfast-centric area mm-hmm. over there. Martha's oh, yeah. Pancakes used to be there. Early Bird is there. Uh, mm, you know, that's Dance it. Mule coffee. But, <laughs> I guess but Village still, like right a, in yeah, that area, too. Just heavily breakfast-populated spot. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I have noticed about that place and i don't know if we're going to jump right into that but i'd love to get your guys take on like the atmosphere there like with the the whole the rocking chairs up front did you guys notice that when you went in yeah almost every time i go in there there's an older couple that it's like their chairs uh-huh. and they weren't there one of the three times i went and i almost felt like mm, maybe i shouldn't be here now maybe they know something <laughs> i don't is this but, like the old hickox restaurant where they pay the old people to be there did you ever go there <laughs> I, I did not. Did they, did they do that? Well, they, they I assume these people were employees, but they wear like old timey garb and they'd be oh. sitting down playing cards and they <laughs> oh. have like guns and holsters and stuff just to add to the atmosphere. This is where CB Social House was. That became social and is now nothing at all for the Seems time like being. Seems like a good job for me if anybody, <laughs> if, if like Golden Girl wants to hire me to sit outside the restaurant with like a gun and some cards. <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to be a Golden Girl? Are you going to be in a hula dress sure. or something? Absolutely. Yeah, what, I, whatever. <laughs> if the drinks are flowing. <laughs> so yeah, the inside is very clean. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of like a reddish, like an adobe red. Sure. It's like the main color of the scheme. And then there's like a bluish gray in there too, but it's it's very bright. There's a lot of light, and they've got pictures of I assume where the beans are harvested on the walls. It's like a lot of photos of you know the like harvesting process of coffee beans, which hmm. is pretty neat. I thought it was kind of cool. They also have a bunch of the of coffee sleeves from different coffee companies oh, framed yeah. on the walls, oh. which I thought was pretty neat, especially because I have a really good friend who owns a coffee shop in. Hawaii and one of their uh, Java Kai and he actually sent me some stuff and I'm like oh my god they have a Java Kai sleeve uh-huh. here and then they had like a caribou coffee which do you remember caribou oh, yeah. coffee oh yeah absolutely yeah. and uh Kaladi am I saying that right Kaldi Kaldi's Ka- 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 Kaldi's out of Alaska which I remember from when I lived up hmm. there so I thought it's pretty neat in the bio you talked about the two owners there's the one older gentleman who's always there uh-huh. I, he must be one of the owners but super nice guy yeah i took notes because i didn't want to be in, unprepared for your show and i'm like <laughs> hiding them i'm like no you can't see this <laughs> but he was very eager to visit i mean he's always nice yeah so. he, he brought out my to-go order once and he was very cool like made, made sure i had everything i needed and got everything i ordered and all that <laughs> so i didn't make it inside I went through the drive-through mm-hmm. both visits, and uh, gotta say the atmosphere out there is pretty nice too. They have a well, they have a huge mural on the side of yeah. their building that you can see all of as you're going through the drive-through, and it's just a bunch of ladies dancing around, and you it's know they threw a mule in there for good measure. <laughs> yeah, and they also have a bunch of small artwork of coffee cups. Like I was really trying to pay attention so I wouldn't be unprepared for your show. <laughs> They had like movie theater seats across the back yeah. wall towards the bathroom, which wow. I thought was really interesting. It's kind of like a tap house for me where you got to have the two things. You got to have the quality product, but you also have to have the environment that's sure. welcoming. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not like the old time, like you were talking about downtown stuff, like the mud house has been around forever, but it's certainly clean and inviting. Yeah. My initial intention was to go and sit and work there and actually write the bio section at the restaurant sure. that I was covering for the first time ever. And I, it's so close to my gym that what I wound up doing was working out and just going to pick stuff up. I did go inside two of the three times that I went there. 
Uh, but I was just like sweaty and gross and was not in any state <laughs> to be sitting for a couple hours at a coffee shop. So didn't get the full sit down experience this time. I, I did only, and I did a crossword puzzle there because it mm. seems like that's what old people Ooh, do yeah, in, uh, in coffee shops. And I like crossword puzzles. Cause How'd you do? Real well. I committed to ink, and it was a, if, if you know this, uh, earlier in the week, they're easier crossword sure, puzzles, yeah. so I made sure I went early enough. <laughs> okay, yeah. or was, I'm not that smart. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I spent, I think, like 30 to 45 minutes each time, just well, except for this morning, because I, I grabbed sure. something to go. But just to sort of see, um, to people watch, I mean, that's part of the whole experience, right? Yeah. The, the people that are in there. I guess so. I, I was in and out real quick both, both times through the drive through Great drive through service. One of the times I was there, I was eavesdropping on a Mizzou basketball recruitment meeting. Ooh, wow. It was a Mizzou rep talking to a large high school aged boy and awesome. his mom <laughs> trying to get him to commit to going to Mizzou. It seems late for that. With you know yeah. the new semester starting, so maybe he's like a senior, maybe he's like a star junior going into his senior year or something, and they're doing like hmm. a preliminary. I don't know. Did I wasn't. Did you hear any bribes going down? Uh, no, it wasn't okay. like that. They no. were just you know well, going we have through. To call the NCAA. <laughs> I already did. I <laughs> <laughs> said, "Who are you?" <laughs> That's awesome. I went. Could you ex- please explain your organization to me? <laughs> <laughs> I went uh, in the mornings. Of, I don't know. Is that when you guys went? Yeah, um, yeah Late around 11 both times, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, and they're well-staffed. I mean, there was like five in there one of the times. They seem sleepy, too. I mean, I got off shift <laughs> from the firehouse and went right over there. Sure. They need to be uh, getting high on their own supply. You know, that's, <laughs> but I don't blame them. I mean, first thing in the morning. Yeah, but no kidding. Super courteous. That's half the job at a coffee shop. So let's get into uh, the things that we tried there. Let's do drinks, sandwiches, and then pastries. And we've got cool? drops for all of these. Yeah, <laughs> if you made them, we do. <laughs> now it's drink time. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> you just saved me like four hours of work. <laughs> four hours of work that I just created uh-huh. for you. I got a bunch of drinks. I, I got mostly drinks, really. I figured it's a coffee house. I should probably get a good amount of drinks. Started it off yesterday around noon, 11, with a mule kicker. Um, actually, it was right after I got off work, so it would have been even a little later than that. Mm-hmm. Hadn't had any coffee all day. I was really looking forward to this. Didn't know what a mule kicker was. <laughs> Doesn't really say on the menu, and I was too embarrassed to ask. <laughs> I think after like 51 <laughs> episodes, I'd just be fine with stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> nope, not even a little bit. <laughs> um, I got a 20-ounce uh, iced, and they asked if I'd like any cream or sugar. I said no, and boy, was it intense. I, I really should have <laughs> maybe gotten some syrup or cream or something in there. Well, we did look it up and find out it's a it's drip <laughs> coffee with a shot of espresso. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, I mean, it was great. It, it got me through my day of just watching movies all day, just kind of <laughs> jittery on the couch. Yeah, you got to stay awake, you <laughs> yes. know, on the couch to get through the three movies you watch. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, it was potent. If you mm-hmm. want to, like, really get something in your system, I would definitely recommend that mule kicker. Cool. A real retina rattler. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I went three different times. Same thing. I got a large mule kick, uh, and I did ask... Uh, only because I wanted to, like, I did, well, I got a mule kick and I didn't want to sound as ignorant as I am. And she, yeah, she's told I us have that, no problem with that. It was, <laughs> yeah, but you, guys sound, you guys sound much better than I do. Uh, so she told me it was the house with the two shots of espresso if I wanted it. I'm like, oh, yeah, load me up. And, and then I also got, uh, on my other two visits, I got the large honey almond. 
Mm. It was a hot drink because I thought I'd try a little variety. You could taste the honey and the almond, which I guess is what they're going for. <laughs> but it wasn't too sweet, and I do like that. Like one of the issues I have with one of the largest coffee chains in the whole wide world rhymes with, you know, Starchucks. Sure. <laughs> uh, is there's that burnt flavor a lot of times if you're not careful. Oh, yeah. And it really seemed like they went out of their way to, I don't get any scent, sort of burn whatsoever. And then this morning, I picked up a nitro cold brew just because I thought Ooh. it'd be something you know, t- different. And they did a great job on it. My uh, younger son got a blueberry pomegranate smoothie. Oh, okay. He said it was really good. And he wanted me to make sure to tell you guys that the hot chocolate's also no slouch. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, you know where I'm going? He's like, yeah, can you tell him about the hot chocolate? So, But the, cool. the, the drinks I got were all good temperature. I asked for light ice on same thing. I had nice. the 20-ounce because I don't like to scald myself. Sure. I'm also one of those weirdos that can like drink coffee in bed and <laughs> like have a pretty hardcore addiction. Oh, yeah. So that, that's, that's my drink. I, I, was, I was impressed with all three. Yeah. Cool. Do you know what made your cold brew nitro? Or is that just like some sort of brand? No, Nitro is a... I was wondering if there was a special spin on cold brew. I was just curious. <laughs> no, it's, I'm it's, leaving this in. You're Andy an, gave you're me an the most disappointed. You are an look. embarrassment, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so no? Go ahead, Uli. <laughs> well, it's just like a Nitro brew. Like what's added to it. So they're in, infusing it. All right. Now the listeners and myself know. <laughs> right. They've infused it with a Nitro. Makes it creamier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then like, like uh, the little bubbles in the beer. Mm-hmm. Imagine that you crack the can of Guinness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Same <laughs> same concept. So I'm going to contextualize my remarks regarding coffee. <laughs> See, okay. I love coffee, but I make a 17-ounce French press every day. I've, I've done that, that for over five years. Uh, done it over a thousand times at this point, and I'm like to think I'm pretty good at it. We've had compliments from people here that have sure. tried the coffee that I made. And he makes like, a lovely brew. I don't make roast my own beans or anything like that. You know, I just you get the timing and the temperature right. You can make a good cup of coffee at your house. So I am one of those people who doesn't like to spend money on coffee. So when I go to a coffee shop, unless I'm there to work, I don't get drip coffee. Generally, I have to get something I either can't make myself or don't know how to make myself. Usually one of those milkshakey sugar bombs most places have. I'd really been looking forward to doing Dancing Mule to have an excuse to order uh, something like egregiously caloric for the sake of the podcast that I would never just get. Sure. You know? So I immediately noticed one of the signature items in the Dancing Bull menu was the PB Mocha. Ooh. ooh. Uh, love peanut butter. Favorite food. It's got peanut butter, chocolate, and coffee. Three things I love. Three, th- three things I've had combined before and have loved having them combined <laughs> before. <laughs> so I ordered a hot one to go. <laughs> No joke there. I, that sounded funny when I said it. The jokes uh, write themselves. <laughs> From the first sip, I knew I'd made a mistake. Uh, operator error. Not not their fault, but first of all, I couldn't taste any you chocolate. You it all over your face. <laughs> That's right. No, no, no. I couldn't taste any chocolate in there. Because usually when I think of a mocha, I think of it right. being pretty sweet, sure. having a nice chocolate flavor. Second, the peanut flavor was pretty mild. Uh, and then it tasted like whipped black coffee, almost like a nitro. Really? Coffee was what it, it registered. To me, it was also very bitter, even though uh, it was uh, something I expected to be creamy. This is expectations versus reality. Sure. This isn't me saying that they did a right. bad job with it. It's just not what I thought I was ordering. Um, and it could be because I've been conditioned by uh, Starchucks. Not that I go there a lot, but <laughs> right. that's but what I've been conditioned to expect from that type of you know high-end blended coffee drink. I kept sipping it, hoping I'd grow to like it. And I did wind up liking it a little bit more once I got used to the flavor. It just wasn't the flavor I expected. 
So I, it's not something that I would get again. Sure. And so for like a, something with peanut butter and chocolate, and for me to not want to get it again is kind of yeah. little. Eh. It's no good. Yeah. Eh, fair. I mean, yeah. it's always a, a a gamble when you're going for a candy bar and a cup. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, and again, it's this is just the one. The, like high-end blended coffee drink that I tried. I, I guarantee I could find something that I liked there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just finished a caramel latte from there uh, that I don't have a whole lot to say about, but I think it kind of fits the bill of the sweet caloric drinks. Mm. There was a lovely amount of foam in there. Great syrup content. I thought it was great. <laughs> great syrup content. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Stay tuned for my new podcast. No, he's uh, starting a website called maplelovers.com. Yes, yeah. All the great syrup content you deserve. <laughs> for all um, of you north of the border. <laughs> I got a, just a standard drip coffee when I went this morning. And I said, just a little cream. And unfortunately, I still don't know what their drip coffee tastes like because there's so much cream in it that it tastes like cream. Oh. So I don't, I just don't know. And it was through the drive through Let's get a color check you know? on that. Pop, okay. pop that cap open. Yeah. That is, that's a. Uh I don't know. It's about the same color as the coffee sleeve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sort of to, to light. Put, yeah. Like a <laughs> Werther's candy you find in your grandfather's yes, pocket. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's just whichever one <laughs> yeah. person was working. You right. know, if, if I was the one there in charge of pouring my own cream, it would have been different. Sure. You, you take a risk every time you go to a drive through and ask for cream. Just part of it. You know, so I, I don't feel like I can give an actual opinion on what their coffee tastes like because right. I don't think I've given it an actual shot. So espresso joke insert right there, right? <laughs> an actual shot. <laughs> yeah, I've had a, their drip coffee quite a bit. I, I like it. Like I said, it doesn't have that burn. Uh, my friend operates uh, that trailer perk coffee. Oh yeah, yeah. She uh, Amber is a very good friend of mine, and she wanted me to tell you guys too yesterday that she she goes to Dancing Mule when she's not oh. operating oh, her own trailer. Cool. Right. That's her favorite, and they use the same beans. I uh, heard in the bio that you were talking about coming out of Kansas and stuff. And then I told my brother that I was going to be on, on your guys' show, and he's one of the owners of Black Rifle Coffee. Oh, right, right. Uh, he was so, on there just yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he's, he's, they're going to be tuning into this stuff, too, just because uh, <laughs> Evan, the founder, is, is is probably like you, just a very meticulous coffee preparer. Like when I had coffee with the, them, it was like a, a Japanese tea ritual. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whereas I'm, I can do anything from truck stop, firehouse yeah. mud to high end. I'm... <laughs> I'm not exactly discriminating. <laughs> I should be. As much coffee yeah. as I drink. I like a standard Folgers. Do you, you know, really? That's sure. good. You, oh, just, yeah. you know, if somebody knows how to make it with the right proportions and everything, it tastes really good. Yeah. yeah I, it's its own thing. And I know we're reviewing one certain place, but I'll say this uh, at the risk of sounding like a you know apostate. <laughs> McDonald's coffee sometimes is pretty good. Like They're, they're not too Certainly bad. Certainly hot. Yeah, <laughs> well, they, use the really light roast. Going. they use a really light roast there. That's one of their sure. things. You you prefer light roast or not dark dark yeah yeah me too medium dark really I I like the light now the light roast has more caffeine mm-hmm. in it if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. which is what I'm going for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's probably why you really like McDonald's yep. yeah at home I make Pete's Major Dickinsons oh. or sometimes I'll splurge you get some kind of local you know some kind of local grinds <laughs> that that cat poop coffee you get the cat cat poop yeah, coffee the guano yeah oh man <laughs> I've never had that I would sure. Anyway, let's, move. let's speaking of cat food, let's get into the food at Dancing Mule. You want to do the last drink? Uh, oh, Dan actually has one more drink for us to try. Tell us about this, Dan. Oh, so I went up there yesterday and saw their menu. And right after I got finished ordering both my drink and my food, which we'll get to, I saw another item on the menu. I text Andy and I said, 
man, Andy, I got to go back and get the uh, Robert Palmer. <laughs> and Andy, just as smugly as could be, <laughs> took his time to go to Google <laughs> to image search both an image of Robert Palmer, <laughs> the addicted to love singer. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Arnold Palmer, the pro golfer. Tea maker. To send them to me to tell me who I thought I was talking about and who I was actually talking about. <laughs> I sent him an elaborate meme, basically. Now, in basketball terminology, what would what they would say is, next, I posterized Andy. I dunked all over him uh, because, of course... They do have a drink called the Robert Palmer. It's just a clever spin on the Arnold Palmer. Yeah, they do. I, I did see that up there on the menu. Now, have you tried it yet? I have not. I have not either. I just took the little paper straw sleeve off. It is cold brew mixed with lemonade and a hint of vanilla. It seems counterintuitive <laughs> to me. That's putting it mildly. I feel like I've heard of cold brew mixed with lemonade. I think okay. that's kind of a new thing. Yeah, I've not heard of it. You're a pioneer, my man. I'm, I'm going to pour a little into my cup. If anybody else would like to try it, I'll feel it free. Thank you, boss. Did you know I was the boss? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that, uh, that tastes about like what you would think it would. Not as offensive I mean, you said over text. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight say, up. <laughs> it's really good. It's good. I really like it. That's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah the lemonade really like kind of cuts the coffee. It adds a lot of sweetness from yeah. the lemonade, obviously, but the lemon flavor cuts any kind of bitterness at all, and you just get kind of the smooth coffee and then that little bit of vanilla. This is lovely. really well balanced. Yeah. It's so tasty. <laughs> I wish I'd have tried this. <laughs> I am actually going to raise my rating as a result of having drunk yeah, that. I can absolutely say this is the best thing I've had there. It's really tasty. No, I, it's very good. And you're right. There's no, uh, there's no bite to it. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. And I was thinking that the lemonade would overpower but it does absolutely yeah and after the mule kicker i was i was just afraid of the bitterness you described a bitterness in your pb mocha uh -huh. and I, I was just kind of afraid that was going to come through but man that is, that's a that's smooth drinking y'all <laughs> that, that, that's getting the smooth drinking certified stamp by dan i think that smooth drinking y'all is gonna be our new drink drop it's smooth drinking let's talk about some sandwiches i got a sausage it's biscuit sandwiches he seems very grateful for your contribution. <laughs> Don't forget, Andy, we're doing drops. <laughs> I, you know, I ha I used to tell people we work really hard on this podcast, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna just drop that line from the spiel. I'm gonna need you to pass that Robert Palmer back over here. I, I need to get into this. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, I tried a sausage biscuit. This may sound familiar to you um, <laughs> because this is what they serve at McDonald's. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like a handmade local version of the McDonald's breakfast staple. At pretty much the same price, it's a dollar twenty nine. Cheap, some cheap stuff on yeah. the food menu. Hot, soft, buttery biscuit with a fat, juicy sausage patty in the middle. Sausage had a nice heat level to it, and it's got real spiciness. Uh, gives a little bite. This was a fantastic variation of this item. I really loved it. I encourage everyone, if you're ever craving McDonald's sausage biscuit, to go to Dancing Mule instead. Sure. It's so good, and there's less grease. That's what really struck me, too. You know whenever you eat a McDonald's sausage biscuit or really any McDonald's breakfast sandwich, it's like 
your chin and mustache area are sure. covered with grease, and so oh, yeah. you have to wash your face. Did not have that at Dancing Mule with their sausage biscuit. And I ate it while driving, too. And I still didn't have that experience. I fully expected I was going to a movie. Fully expected to have to, like, wash my face in the theater bathroom. <laughs> Did not have to. <laughs> Sat there for a three-hour movie. Yep. Felt didn't fine. have to wash his face till after. <laughs> Did you watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that, too. It was the second time. Oh, Ooh. I've seen it twice. Ooh. Love Ooh. it. <laughs> a little spicy boy. <laughs> Love it. We, we could, uh, let's not go down that no, tangent. Yeah, of course. We could talk just, about it yeah, forever. Yeah. Did you have a sandwich? I did. I had the cinnamon slammer sandwich. Oh, my goodness. Three of us tried the cinnamon slammer sandwich. Right. Okay. It's really the thing that sticks out on the mm-hmm. menu. On the, like, there's nothing really strange going on on their food menu. There's, like, some pita and hummus, some veggies and hummus, just different, very basic snacky things, but this is the one that sticks out. It's three ninety nine. Sure. Which is a pretty reasonable price for a sandwich. Let's yep. say very reasonable price yeah, for a sandwich. Yeah, all right size for that yeah, price as well. Definitely. It's a lot of food. It's cinnamon bread. That's where the cinnamon aspect comes from. And it's really the only cinnamon part of it. And there's sausage, egg, and cheese. Do they? Will they do one with bacon? Do they have bacon there? I don't think so. I, I know. It's just described as sausage. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they told me they French toast dipped the cinnamon That's bread. That's what I was thinking because nice. it just said cinnamon bread, but it really seemed like French toast. Mm-hmm. What were your guys' thoughts on it? I didn't dislike it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. We've talked before about how certain items, whenever you have a bunch of rich, like all the components are like rich, mm-hmm. that it just sort of tastes like a fatty mush. Yeah. And I sort of felt that with this, but also it's like a good taste. It's just like one taste whenever you have yeah. like five things that yeah. would be very distinct on their own combined. I, I didn't love mine uh, mostly for that same reason, but more so texturally. Uh, the way you said, like, all the flavors kind of tasted the same. Texturally, it is the same feel from the top of the French uh-huh. toast through the sausage patty, through the... They give you a good amount of American cheese on yes, there. a lot of cheese. Um, I, I don't know what it's needing. I really think substituting for bacon would actually raise this sandwich up crispy. leaps and bounds just on that textural change because it, it just... It was mushy, kind of. I, I don't think they have a griddle there. I'm pretty sure they don't have a griddle, yes, so that's probably why I don't have bacon. Like also, that tells you that it's probably like prepackaged eggs yeah. too, so it's not fresh eggs because they're like a square-shaped egg, you know, which is fine. It's the exact same thing you're going to get at McDonald's or any fast food yeah. place. And I would much prefer this to you know spending my money at any sort of national chain. I think. I'd say it's probably better than a McGriddle. You know, yeah, it's a similar item. I watched him fire up the microwave for the sweet puppy. Sure, uh, so <laughs> for sure. Uh, and my my take on it was. The same. I like the egg, cheese, and sausage combo. I mean, I always like... You, you can't go yeah, wrong absolutely. with that. But I felt like because it was a microwaved, even if you French toasted it, it was soggy. Yeah. yeah. Like that was... Yep. And, and same kind of... You were just talking about like the sausage biscuit being the other way. This kind of felt like I, I was glad to have some napkins. Sure. Yes. Uh, but plenty of food. But I was not... I wouldn't rave about it to where I'm like, you have to go have uh-huh. this. Yeah. It's funny that you said that that's their standout item. I mean, that you look across, there's some biscotti, there's some like pastries, and then you're like, oh, cinnamon sandwich. Yeah. It's that name. Yeah. Cinnamon slammer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't want to sound like too much of a, a, a jerk about it, but I just wasn't like, I wasn't blown away sure. by it. Yeah. yeah, that was my response. Yeah. It was fine. I was happy to be eating it, but it's, yeah, exactly. Exactly what you said. Wouldn't go out of my way to get it again. Sure. I would and will definitely be getting that sausage biscuit again. 
because it was very tasty. I'm gonna have to try that. Sounds great. And that's another thing about the cinnamon slammer is that it sort of diluted the spiciness of that sausage. I thought the sausage was premium. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't get a whole lot of even sauce, like heavy sausage flavor on mine. Yeah, yeah that, that's curious. All right, let's move into the pastry section. Pastries, the pipes, the pipes, and pastries. <laughs> Do you live a pastry park? To the artist? No, I don't, I'm, I'm, no, I'm lost. Too much of a stretch. Okay. I'm like crying on the like inside. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to my Irish soul. I tried a maple walnut scone. Usually when I think of scones, I think of them as being pretty dry. Like the idea being that you dunk or dip them in coffee or milk to soften them up. We've discussed this before yes. on the show. However, this scone was soft and cakey. Mm. with the occasional crunch from some small crushed walnut pieces baked in there. The maple icing on top was just a light glazing, so it's a pretty subtle aspect of the flavor, even though the first word in the name of the item is maple. But that's not a bad thing. It's good. You know, maple can kind of overpower, and this case was pretty well balanced. Uh, it was rich and buttery, quite sweet, less like a typical English scone, which is not very sweet, and more like a mix between a cake and a biscuit. Uh, now, I really liked it, but it didn't quite provide that flavor profile I thought I was getting, like the dry texture and flowery taste of your typical scone. Uh, but I, I got a whole mouthful of sweet teeth, so <laughs> liked it better than a regular scone. <laughs> Love that sugar. Uh, same time, sometimes you got to call a scone a scone. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I'm not a scone guy, so I would be a poor judge of scones because you're like, this is the best scone ever. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, does it taste good? I went with the blueberry crumb muffin. Ooh. I'm a big fan of blueberries. <laughs> Let me some muffins, as you can tell by my waistline. But they brought it out. They warmed it up. So it was super soft. And I like the fact that they gave it to me with actual silverware, which sounds like a trite thing. But I don't know. It kind of goes the distance a little bit, mm -hmm. right? Here's the problem. And I'm not just complaining to complain. It was so soft, the fork couldn't do it. You had to pick it with your hands. Oh, You know what I mean? Like the fork just sort of... It, it would have turned it into even more of a mess. Further broke it apart. Yeah, and the thing about a, a good blueberry muffin, it, you guys talked about getting stuff to go through the drive-thru. I know better than to do that with a muffin because uh -huh. it's going everywhere. Sure. And <laughs> it always looks like already like there's a homeless camp in my vehicle. I don't need to contribute <laughs> further. So they had some huge blueberries in this thing, and it was great. Like, it was a really good mix. And it was sweet, but not so sweet where you felt like it's coating the front of your teeth. You know that sometimes sure. you get into those. This was the highlight of my experience. Uh -huh. This blueberry muffin, yeah, I was like listening to a new album, just had the earbuds in, and I'm sure the guys over there going, what is that guy? Why is he so <laughs> <laughs> It was just so good, you know? <laughs> it was it was fantastic. I loved it. I, uh, I didn't really want to embarrass myself and ask for another one, but I could have. <laughs> <laughs> I tried a double chocolate muffin. This was the one item of the ones that I ordered that I expected to be cakey. And this one wasn't very cakey. <laughs> uh, it was a little dry, except for the chocolate chips, which had become molten inside the muffin. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I got this one heated. Uh, it was also surprisingly unsweet for a muffin. Typically, the idea with chocolate desserts is to balance out the bitterness of the cocoa with the sweetness of the sugar. And this one definitely was more on the bitter side. Uh, not to say that it was bitter, just that the cocoa flavor was very strong. Sure. Uh, it went great with milk. The milk really yeah. brought it to life. It was extremely chocolatey and... Uh, quite buttery as well. Uh, once I got over the fact that it didn't really have the texture of a muffin, uh, I really came around to this one as well. This whole thing is like my expectations versus what I was actually served. I feel like I might be coming off negative and I don't necessarily, I don't really want to put it across that way. I'm not getting that, especially 
I mean, I, I've listened to your guys' other shows about, you know, you go to a Chinese restaurant, you guys are, like, rating this and that. But coffee shops, I think, especially if you're getting the food in one, a lot of them, like, they have the same fare. So uh-huh. I kind of actually like that their stuff is a little different. Yeah. You mentioned earlier the hummus. and st- Like, I would never think to have yeah. hummus yep. at a coffee shop. We have snack packs. Yeah. Plastic cups with different things that you can get for snacks, which is cool. I didn't get any of those. There's one with celery and peanut butter. I like one of those things a lot. <laughs> I love peanut butter. Yeah. I get you. It's the best food. I used to date a girl that worked in Plaza Towers huh. way up there. And so that was when I was telling you, I was going to the dancing mule. That was where we would meet quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I have fond memories of that place. One of the things I did notice, and I'm not trying to veer too far off the food if it messes with your order, is there's a lot of people that come and go in and out of that place like you would expect in a coffee shop that don't linger too long. Uh-huh. One of the things that I did like was that... Everyone was super friendly. A lot of couples were going there. Mm. We're talking about like eavesdropping stuff. I got to, I, I'm pretty sure I witnessed a breakup. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a marriage proposal. The <laughs> opposite. No, nope, went the other way. But she seemed very pleased with the coffee at the same yeah. time. So I almost wanted to ask, hey, what are you eating that you can endure this sort of thing? You know. <laughs> Dancing Mule, great place to break up. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> we get two cinnamon slammers and uh, broken heart. <laughs> I got one more thing to talk about. Cinnamon roll. Wow. It's a big roll. Yeah. And it's smothered in icing. There was so much icing on this thing that I honestly don't really know what the dough tasted like. <laughs> it was soft all the way through, even on the edges. I typically expect, again, at least like a little rigidity on the outer layer, some crustiness. But this one was soft throughout. I could see the cinnamon here and there, and I picked up the flavor of cinnamon every now and again. But mostly, this was an icing delivery device. Mm. It was an almost overpoweringly sweet icing. I said it already. Got a real sweet tooth. (laughs) Quite enjoyed it. (laughs) Again, it's not really the profile I was looking for when it comes to a cinnamon roll. But basically, what I'm saying is that the entire cinnamon roll tasted like the center of one usually tastes. Ooh, okay. Except minus much of the cinnamon flavor. It was just sweet and doughy. Sure. I liked it. It was good. That sounds good. So Yeah. Sounds like it comes with a side of diabetes, but I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we stop doing the show? <laughs> the bad, the bad teeth are chattering. <laughs> so I think it's probably time to go ahead and rate this place out of five uh, donkey waltzes. <laughs> okay. Out of five donkey waltzes. Well, you're our guest. Oh, boy. What do you think? You know, I mean, it's like you peered into my soul. You know I'm a good fan of a donkey waltz. (laughs) (laughs) I'm known for it. I'm known for it. Um, Listening to your past shows, I feel like there's a lot of pressure right now to perform. Oh, There's a lot of pressure. Wow. Are you listening to the same show? Well, (laughs) you you guys delved into like the quarter system, right? And there were some halves and stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. You do whatever you want. (laughs) Right. I'm going to go, and this is going to sound a little harsh, but it's... I'm only gonna. I'm gonna go three seven five. Man, all right. I really I think that's harsh. Appreciate and respect how much anxiety you seem to be feeling <laughs> oh, about this. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drink. I was out drinking in your driveway first thing, just to sort of calm the nerves. But yeah, no. I, I there's a lot of pressure here because I feel like I might be the only one. I, I don't know where you guys are gonna land on this thing. And donkey waltzes are notoriously difficult <laughs> yeah, to rate. So goodness. <laughs> well, you got it's, it's, it's a three count. Time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They don't teach that in cotillion anymore, and they should. <laughs> Andy, what'd you think? You know, when I'm dancing, it's like I've got two hooved feet. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
<laughs> Slow dance with Satan. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, I'm going to go three and a half. Yeah. I had two coffee drinks that I didn't find very satisfying, but I really liked the Robert Palmer yes. that you brought in. And I'm sure with a place with reputation as positive as this one is, we didn't even talk about that. There's like a cult of Dancing Mule. Is it really? Fans. People love Dancing wow. Mule. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. They really they have a really devout following. And drinking the Robert Palmer, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And the sausage biscuit, too. Love that sausage biscuit. Definitely, definitely going to be going back for that. However, you know... Um, it's not like one of my favorite places in town. It's just a really solid coffee sure. shop, yeah. which is cool. 3.5. I have a Robert Palmer trivia fact for you guys. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, do you know the name of the band that he was the lead singer of? You look like an audiophile based on your office here. Yeah, I do not know. The Honey Drippers. Honey Drippers. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, they screwed up a little bit by putting vanilla in here instead of honey. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's that's going to lose him some points. <laughs> that's going right, to cost Dan. him a donkey waltz. <laughs> Let's hear this post-Honey Dripper rating from and, Dan. <laughs> Andy, you hit it right on the head. I, I was going to go three before tasting this. Mm-hmm. I, the, my first time tasting it was right here at the table with y'all, and I think it definitely warrants a 3.5. This is lovely. I did not get to have the sausage biscuit, but I could definitely see going for a lunch and grabbing one of these, a sausage biscuit, get out of there for under $6 probably. And I mean, this is the small size and it's, it's plenty enough yeah. coffee. It, it's a real lovely yeah. drink. I put it up there with the uh, bygone Laura Palmer from <laughs> Boney's uh, food truck uh-huh. <laughs> that, that, that they do not serve anymore, but another spin on the Arnold Palmer sure. that was lovely. Yeah. All right, that's 3.5, 3.5, 3.75. Pretty solid ratings all the way around. Go check out Dancing Mule. Get yourself some weird coffee and <laughs> a sausage biscuit. All right, let's move on to our next segment, which is What You Eating? What you segment where we just talk about what we've been eating it's interesting dan Lindsay had sort of a school milestone recently i'm not gonna specify what it was sure graduated uh, high school no <laughs> no <laughs> she's older than me <laughs> you know i'm a mandated reporter good. right <laughs> i'm a mandated reporter <laughs> <laughs> got real tense up here on the 16th floor <laughs> Jeez, uh, just me. Please continue, Andy. And I'm in my 30s. Well, we, that's been fully derailed. Let me try to get this back on track. We went to Flame the other night. I got a ribeye. Usually get a filet. Got a 12-ounce ribeye. Cooked rare. Wow. It was pretty good. You know, there's been a lot of rumors going around about the Jalili family's current financial status. We're sure. kind of worried about some of these restaurants closing, so we wanted to make sure we got a trip to Flame yeah. in just in case. Who knows? You know, restaurants have their business filings all separate usually even if they're like all the black sheeps are separate businesses technically so if one of them goes under then the rest of two two other ones keep going sure so who knows what's going on with that we just needed an excuse to go have a steak (laughs) sure so and it was good i really like the steak they make there but to be honest i'm not that big of a uh, steak person is what i'm discovering and we'll get back to that here in a second also after that we went to druff's Ooh. And tried those uh, cookie ice cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. The ones that Vance talked about on this very show. Oh, yes. One of them is chocolate chip. It's two big chocolate chip cookies. And in the middle is house-made strawberry ice cream with strawberry reduction. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and then the other one was, I want to say, like, 
I can't remember what the type of ice cream was, but it's two sugar cookies and then some sort of basil. Basil was a component. Yeah, he's, I, I remember. Go back and listen to yeah. the wonderful Vance <laughs> Hall episode to get all the information on that. I was blown away. I, I shouldn't have been because, you know, we both feel, have positive feelings about Druffs. And sure. this isn't just like because he's been on the show and he's like our buddy now or whatever. These were so good. It's now like rocket to the top of my or too close to the top of my dessert list in Springfield. Wow. Um, I'm going to go get more today. There's a little wow. pool part party event uh, that will already have happened by the time our listeners hear this. But I'm going to get another one today. So those were awesome. OK, then the next day I'm on vacation right now. Clearly, uh, <laughs> I love it. So uh, I went to Progress for lunch because I just started doing lunch hours, and I they just won an award for their burgers in Feast Magazine. We might need to like have a segment next week where we go over that list, Dan, because oh. we have feelings about I'd that. Love list. Oh yes, yes. We're yeah, a little we, late in the show today. We don't have enough time to do. We that. got into it over text. <laughs> uh, now you guys have. A- Opposing views on no that? oh okay I, I oppose much on the some of page. the views yeah. of Feast Magazine uh, okay okay in this particular case sure. I really like Feast Magazine and we've even been, even had like people who've written for them on our show before oh my so, goodness you know all right um I got the burger number two at Progress just like a burger on a brioche bun with bacon and uh, some kind of fancy cheese anyway it was a really tasty burger <laughs> <laughs> the bun was really light and airy it cost sixteen dollars a very fancy Whoa. burger i was kind of surprised Ooh. to see it cost that much yeah. at lunch and it was good it made me wish i was at like wf cody's having a uh, six dollar double cheeseburger mm, yeah and then last night we Lindsay had some cousins in town and uh, we took them to Lindbergh's and the burger there oh. I was like oh yeah this costs seven dollars and i like this about three times as much as i like the one at progress not to say the one at progress is bad it's almost a different thing know because this is high-end brioche burger but it's got me thinking this whole experience i liked all these burgers more than i liked like a 40 dollar ribeye so that's why i want to have a little segment here called the steak debate (laughs) and this is a segment where we talk about uh capital punishment for vampires (laughs) i mean it's one of my personal interest i'm glad we're going down this road i'm glad you laughed at that (laughs) anyway so would you rather have a great steak or a good burger one second andy it kind of sounds like we need a drop for this segment steak debate that was lovely Uli. thank you for for taking the handlebars on that one i uh i've been practicing i think it shows took a hint from you <laughs> would you rather have a great steak or a good burger a great steak or a good burger so i was thinking i think i'd rather have a good burger than a great steak in just about every scenario oh i don't know about that I'd great steak I, I don't i don't get out enough for for that kind of fancy stuff i think i'm gonna have to go steak okay sir i violently disagree Ooh, that's why that's why i wanted to bring yeah it no i'm a i'm a steak person too uh-huh. i do a lot of uh, cooking at home as well so i don't know if, if this steak or burger can be homemade or whatever because i smoke a lot of meats it sounds bad when i say it like <laughs> no. that but but one of the things i got into doing on uh especially on a thicker steak is the reverse searing and then i use a lot of the rubs i came up with my own rub for ribs but i use some of the stuff at pits and grills mm-hmm. and there's a honey hog one there that i use for a reverse sear on a steak that's oh, nice. like the tomahawk ribeye if you get one of those mm-hmm. and and reverse sear that thing it's it, it's a game changer for me but a good burger like and i know we're not naming names necessarily but i had the full ride the other day at the grad school Ooh, yeah. and that's that's always a, i mean it i rules. love a good burger yeah yeah the, the my dad says the, the 
Full Ride is the best burger in town. I don't know if I agree, but I've heard other people say that too. Yeah, I've heard it a lot. I, you know, I, I like burgers plenty. I'm probably more inclined to order one every single time, but I, I just have a hard time saying that I, I would like a good burger over a great steak. Well, here's the thing. I think a good burger is a great burger. <laughs> here's a question for you then. <laughs> wow. I love your logic here. <laughs> good to great. That's a book. Um, here's my question for you. If I go out to like a place that's known for steaks, uh-huh. and whether I'm, they're on a date or back when I was married... I'm always fascinated by someone who can order fish at a really good place. Yeah. It, like, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I like well-prepared salmon or anything like that. But if there's steaks an option, I go there mm-hmm. like almost all the time. Especially I, if the price is comparable. Like a piece of salmon's often going to be the same price as a yeah. little cut of steak. Like, yeah. Let me tell you something about Lindsay. I've never met anyone who likes oysters as much as she does. Ooh. But when we go to Flame, you think she orders those oysters? No. No. Really? She goes filet every time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I maybe steaks just not for me. And maybe I haven't had the right steak yet. The steaks I've really liked have been made by friends yeah. too. Like I had a friend who would he did the steak in a sous vide and then grilled it. Yeah, like for seconds mm-hmm. after, and that was fantastic. I love that. I think I like that sure. probably more than the one at Flame. When I graduated my master's a couple of years ago, we went to Flame and got a bone-in ribeye. Yeah, then I ordered it rare, and there was no pink in it at all and they Mm. took it back and brought me another one that was like bloody (laughs) and then i didn't have to pay for it (laughs) so that was the best steak i've ever had yeah because it was free the pricing structure was a phenomenal did i say bone and ribeye i said bone meant bone and filet oh okay yeah let let me expand this (laughs) so if you're paying the same price like if if you're getting that expensive progress burger versus a 16 dollars steak Uh which one are you going because it sounds like you liked the cheap burgers more Yes, for sure. Because I would probably go for a $7 Lindbergh's burger over an expensive steak just because that price point is going to make it all the more delicious. Okay. What I was thinking when I did this very misbegotten uh, (laughs) premise was let's just say the Lindbergh's burger, which you and I are both on the record as saying is delicious. $7 double Lindy versus $34 ribeye. I think I would rather have the it just if I had the money to pay for both. I think I'd rather have the double Lindy. But but if the double Lindy costs thirty four dollars, yes, <laughs> wow. I think I would get the double. Lindy. Wow. wow, I like this premise that they have sure. the, it cost equally. Yes, cost is no object. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna have to go for the steak. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sticking with the steak because I'm not a I, crazy person. I, like John Q. Danny. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Don't feel- slander my father's name. Like <laughs> <laughs> and y'all eat anything good recently? Like I said, I had the full ride the other day. Every time I go to grad school, because their fish tacos are great mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But man, it's, it's like we were saying that full ride, that is phenomenal. Yep. Also, I had uh, some wings at Adobe's. Uh-huh. When, when I first got turned on to your guys' podcast, I cherry picked all the places I like sure, to go. Sure, sure. That's the way to do it. Yeah. And then I'm backfilling in with your other stuff to get you know, a, a wider variety because it's an awesome premise yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to go down a quick rabbit hole. I had this idea and that was actually how the, the podcast from Springfield guy said this. Yeah. I said, wouldn't it be kind of cool to go to every Chinese <laughs> restaurant in this town and review it? And, and so we started talking and uh, Dustin, I think it was Dustin is like, you know, there's a <laughs> podcast doing that right now. I'm like, Oh man! I, I was I... listening, and I loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, "Oh crap!" I just felt like the dumbest guy in the world. No. Like, you should should expand your horizons, Uli. Anyway, so Adobe's. I went. I've always gotten the 
um, the uh, honey Dijon wings, which are kind of off menu now. I don't. It's not like it's fancy, but right. they just don't have it on the menu. And then the other day, my ex, my son, that's super culinarily always willing to try stuff, he got the tandoori wings. Mm-hmm. Ooh, those were yes. really good. So I had those last night, and I got to tell you, it was so satisfying. And, yeah. And I was trying to view it the way you guys do. I'm like, well, should I have enough pull on it and the meat? And do we like leg? It, I was all the way around impressed, though. Yeah. I still love Adobe's. I think we really enjoyed the tandoori wings and chicken oh, yeah, at Zeka when we went there, too. Mm. I'd be very curious to try the Coyotes version. Cool. All right. Well, let's move into that next segment. Funny bit. All right, Uli, as a big fan of ours, um, it seems like you probably already know this. <laughs> Super fan, really. I've been camping out in front of your, uh, your offices for yes. weeks. Jeez. Oh, yeah, security the, has been telling us. The FBI has not been down there. <laughs> they have Yet. offices right up above us. It's actually the Secret Service. This anyway. is the FBI. They just keep it a secret. <laughs> yes. That, the, yeah, that's why they're called the Secret Service. It's <laughs> just the FBI. Anyway, we have a longtime fan favorite segment here called Last Meals, where, you know, you you know what crime it's you committed. Not plural. <laughs> you don't even listen to the show, do you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, not really. Um, He's going to die, etc. <laughs> you're going to die. Yeah, etc. Uh, you're on trial, of course, for a crime. You know what you did. <laughs> you... Uh, bringing a lot of shame on this. <laughs> I played this game before. I know how it works, but you're really <laughs> introducing an emotional abusive component here where I'm like, oh man, you drank all the beer at four by four. You drank it all it's against the, and against the law. they've locked Gotta you up some. for it. And once again, uh, art mirroring life. That's uh-huh. fine. Yeah. yeah. You, you mouthed off to the judge. Now you got the death penalty. That's how it works. Folks. Capital punishment. Okay. It's, it's something we should strive for. Life in Green County is tough. <laughs> so you get to choose your last meal. Only local spots, of course. Right. Spring Food Mo is the name of the podcast. <laughs> one appetizer, one drink, one entree, and one dessert. Okay. I thought about this, and I really love my buddy, Dane, that does uh, seem like a good idea at the time, has the death row meal, and I love that you guys have the local spin on this. Oh, yes. So Because that way I can't use mom's fried chicken, which is the best <laughs> thing in the whole wide world. That's how we get away with doing this at all. <laughs> yeah. So my drink is going to be, even though, you know, love 4 by 4 and beer and probably will die there in the near future. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to die in an electric chair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like in the mean, very near future. I think I even said <laughs> like, on the last like an hour. My my goal would be to die before they strap me into the chair, just oh. to sock it to the man one last time. <laughs> we were gonna kill him, but he's already dead. Uh, so I think I would get the for the drink. I would get the Moscow Mule mm, from sure. uh, the blueberry. Is it blueberry blackberry Moscow Mule that Missouri Spirits is serving up? Oh, nice. I worked there for about three years, and uh, when Shots was doing production before he we went into the uh, the retail side of things. It's really good. Ooh. Uh, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, appetizer. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm, I mean, it's getting catered by all my favorite local restaurants. <laughs> sure. So I'm going to have some tandoori wings from nice. Adobe's. Oh, nice. Go, yeah. Cool. Right. yeah. With plenty of napkins. And I love the amount of wet wipes they serve. Even on death yep. row, you want to look sharp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't have your fingers yeah. all sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now for the entree, this is the one I really struggled with because there's a lot of, 
like you want to seem like really cool, like oh, it's some off dish from Cafe Cusco, which I love, but I I'm not that exotic, so I was sure. going to go sort of basic. And this one I've sort of struggled with. Does it, it has to be a restaurant, doesn't it? It can't be your. F- it, as long as it's local, whatever. Yeah. So my very good friend Jay Miller, who makes competition grade smokers and competes in smoking events, uh-huh. I based my my love of smoking ribs on trying to match his, and I've spent the last like five years working on this rub. So I would like Jay Miller to make me ribs one last time. Wow! If that wow. works, <laughs> is that okay? You, we'll yes. allow it, but you're skirting, uh, I'm skirting the line. It's. It's going to be more painful now. I don't know if you've seen the green mile, but <laughs> no smoke. We're going to lower the voltage. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's fine. That's Slow fine. and low, like sprints. <laughs> I've told you, I'm going to have a heart attack before you get me in there. I have plans. Now, is there also a dessert I'm supposed to pick? Yep. Oh, absolutely. Mm, boy, that's a tough one. Oh man, just so many. Yeah, this would probably be the hardest one for me. Got so many well, that I love. I kind of want to try what you were talking about at Druffs. You got me all Ooh, excited. You should go, hot and yeah. bo- hot and bothered for that. But also Jennifer Young of Yoshi Jen fame, which uh-huh. was one of my favorites. R.I.P. Very yes. good. And she's a, a good friend of mine, and so I, I hassle her constantly as to why it shut down. There's uh-huh. a that, I'm sure it's a whole episode for you guys, but she had made some desserts back when they were open, and still doing that. It would be a something from Jen. I mean, not any of the desserts she makes are sure top-notch she still makes them and you can still get her food in stores yeah and the sauces but no longer the restaurant (laughs) i loved the potato salad there yes i'm pretty sure they either roasted or fried the potatoes before putting it in the The mayonnaise or whatever yeah the island potato salad that was so it was fantastic the texture was so different from any other potato salad you had because the potatoes were obviously crispy uh underneath the the dressing dressing yeah uh, do you guys get a really wide spectrum on this from your other guests? Yeah, uh, yeah we, we haven't really we have had, had anything had, double up. Yeah, no, no repeats. I mean, not even a repeat at restaurant. Mm-hmm. Have you guys done your own? Now nah, we'll do it someday. Yeah, okay. we'll do it someday. when we die. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like whenever we do our <laughs> Christmas episode where we don't cover a restaurant like we did last year, we'll probably do it. Okay, because like, I'm I'm desperate now to hear what your guys' selections are, <laughs> seeing as how you you're both living the dream yeah. of getting to eat everything it's great it's really fun (laughs) yeah and it pays so well i mean you guys are in opulence here on the 16th floor yeah people who want to support us can we pull in about 40 dollars a month in donations at this point that's awesome very grateful for the people that donate yeah yeah i have a langley jack langley from gershman like it was kind of a neat story because he's like listen i know you want to start this thing and just cut me a check and he just, I said, oh, I'll talk about you every year. He's like, I, I, I believe in what you're doing. And I think that's really cool. I mean, when people support you, that's really nice. Yeah. So. That's what we need is a benefactor. Mm-hmm. If any restaurants want to run an ad, we'll do a one-minute ad at the top of the show if anybody Absolutely. wants to do it. Oh. We've had a couple people sponsor episodes before, but, you know, we don't really know what we're doing, so we don't know how to reach out to people. <laughs> I, uh, I have a couple people. I think I'm going to send your way. Sure. Hey. Yeah. All right. It's only $2,000. <laughs> For 60 seconds, that's a bargain. You see what the Super Bowl prices Super, are this year? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for coming, Uli, and I apologize for mispronouncing your name at the top. Oh, don't worry about it. Listeners think- didn't hear it, but uh, he very, very politely corrected my pronunciation. Well, I'm just very grateful you guys have me on your show. I've, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, I rarely take three pages of notes for an episode. I yeah. wing it most of the time, but thank you guys so much. I mean, this is a great local guide for locals and for people that want to i mean i've been i've been sending links to your show out to my family out west because they love they love coming back here it's what we're known for is is food 
I'm, I'm slowly learning that it, it's a it's a uh, it's a good podcast. <laughs> it's a really good podcast. Speaking of good podcasts, Uli, where can people find a real estate podcast? They can find it uh, on you know iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Have you guys noticed if you listen to other podcasts and anywhere else you find your podcast, yeah. right? But uh, I also you can email me at uh, the real estate podcast at gmail.com which I get a lot of ideas from, uh, places to go, people to talk to. And then, you know, on the socials, uh, just look it up on uh, Facebook. The one social media I don't participate in is Twitter. Uh-huh. I'd been on there before, and I know you can get some stuff, but it's just devolved into such a we, we deleted the Spring Food Mo Twitter. I mean, yeah. mostly because nobody followed it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's bad. like arguing in a 55 gallon drum. Twitter's so. bad. <laughs> but my, I, my screen name on there is Cold Stone Cream Austin now because <laughs> I was just so inspired by his appearance last week. So yeah. you can check that out. Yeah, it's weird that Brad Pitt was on the show and we didn't get any attention for that. <laughs> he barely, yeah. They weren't talking about it like they used to. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Uli. And if anybody wants to donate to the show, you know where to go support.springfoodpod.com. Uh, tell a friend about it if you think they'd like it. We appreciate that. Maybe send a little personal message. Yeah. You do it. Put it on Facebook. Whatever. Or don't. Whatever you feel like. Well, Just, thanks Thanks to both of you guys for having me on. I really yeah. appreciate no, it. No, thank you for being here. All right. See everybody next week. So I was herding all my goats the other day When a few wandered off kind of far away I found them eating berries from a mystery tree What they started doing then you won't believe Have you ever seen a goat jump and dance in the air? I had not either and man I was scared Those berries made them crazy, gave them energy It was a straight up dope goat jamboree And I wanted no I needed all my friends to see So I took the groovy goats to the monastery The elders didn't like my goats dance one bit And they threw all the berries in the fire pit but the scent of the smoke was full and rich and the elder said hmm, we'd like to drink this they added hot water to the roast berries and that's how we made the first cup of coffee oh and by the way my name's cal i should have said that when you first walked up to me hey thanks for listening to spring food mo we really appreciate it and if you'd like to support our podcast guess what you can visit support.springfoodpod.com that's support dot springfoodpod.com thanks for the money <laughs> spring food media